We're about to ask you tonight. 5 nothing Phillies now, bottom of the fourth over the Nationals. Don't let them get hot. <sighs> Astros up 3 nothing on the Orioles. Yeah, I hate that. Jack Flaherty right now. Three earned runs, four hits, three Ks. Yeah, tonight's the last night I bet baseball this season. So you know what? I'm there sayonara, with you. Sayonara, because tomorrow yeah. night football mm-hmm. officially begins. Preseason action. I'm so excited. So, so excited for tomorrow so, night, Friday night, Saturday night. So tomorrow, how many baseball games are you actually going to bet on? Oh, none. I will Let's not. try that again. How many games are you actually going to bet on? I'll bet all the preseason games. <laughs> Side and total, most likely. Oh, I'll yeah. try to find some underground props as well. But no, no, no more baseball. Now, mm. I'm all in on baseball. Don't get me wrong. My Cubbies. World Series. We still got futures. We got Cubs win total. We're still, I hate to root for the Rays because like Baltimore is such a great story, but I'm still rooting for Tampa. Win total still alive. But yeah, like you know, maybe in the postseason I'll get back into it. But I'm gonna take a little baseball break, man. Great sport, don't get me wrong, but man, August 9th, after three months of just betting straight baseball, I'm ready for some football, even if it's preseason action. Like even if it's you know. Uh, Sam Darnold and, and the uh, the Bailey Zappies of the world. I'm ready for that. We'll take anything, and, anything. and that's fine. Listen, yeah. we can't wait to watch Jordan Love and Sam Howell on Friday. No, I actually we'll can't We'll have them on these screens that. in here. Yeah. Be excited about that. You know, it's funny, though, because the Commanders may be that odd team out in the NFC East, the team where we talked a little while last year, thinking that it may be all four teams going to the playoffs. Of course, they blew it at the end of last year. Ron Rivera didn't know they were eliminated from the playoffs, and my team's horrible every single year, and they just can't get out of their own way. Well, you kind of think things are going to get cleaned up, right? I'm looking at that win total. It's nice and low for them. We'll talk about what you've done with this team recently, and I don't even blame you anymore. Yeah. Got a new owner. Feel and bad. I'm thinking to myself, ah, all right, fresh start. Things are different. Eric Bieniemy coming from a championship program in Kansas City. This is a guy that's going to make that offense better, make that offense tougher. Well, apparently, Eric Bieniemy is just too tough on his offense. Have there been instances where players have – struggle to adapt to your coaching style and have come up to you and had a conversation about it. So before it even goes anywhere, I make it the point to address the conversation because one thing, my job is to be a very observant. I, I got to know the people that I'm discussing and, uh, and working with. So my job is to address. If there's something that they may have an issue with, please, let's discuss this. Here's the reason why I felt a certain way. Here's why I said it. Now, okay, I put it back on the player. And you got to understand, we're in a grown man's business. We're in a grown man's world. My job is to make sure that I'm doing the best possible job of over-communicating clarity. I take a tremendous amount of pride in that. They also know when I'm getting on them, ain't nothing personal. What's personal is that I want us to win. I expect that particular player to be great at all times. I expect the effort to be a standard that's uh, accepted by all of us. So when you're not reaching that, it's my job to address it. So sometimes they may like the highlights and the praise, but sometimes they may not like it. And I'm perfectly fine with that because that's my job. Because if I ain't doing my job, my ass get fired. So... It's my job and my responsibility to make sure and I'm getting our guys to do what I expect them to do. So this is an offensive coordinator that's won a couple of Super Bowls. He's coached Patrick Mahomes. We can say what we want about who calls the plays in Kansas City, whether it's him or Andy Reid or how much or what the case is. 
But when he walks into an organization like the Washington Now Commanders that have had three names over the course of the last few years and a lot of losing and an offense, Ryan, that could barely score 20 points a game last year, I don't want to hear anybody complaining about his coaching style. Because guess what? The guy has a resume and the guy has the knowledge to make this offense something that's actually worth watching, something that's actually worth betting on. There's a reason why this team couldn't score last year. Because Scott Turner was their offensive coordinator and they were uncreative and boring. The enemy brings something different to the table. The problem is Ron Rivera's a dope because Ron Rivera brought this up to the media first and then today decided he wasn't going to just apologize for bringing this up and causing this controversy with his offensive coordinator. No, no, no. He was going to sit down, pull out a piece of paper, and he was going to read a statement like this. You know, I realized my comments yesterday took on a different life than I intended yesterday. And that's on me for not being as clear as I needed to be. I'll own that. At the end of the day, we know that we're trying to build here, and we're all aligned. As I've said many times since I've hired Eric, I love the overall message that he gave to the team his first day, and that was basically, we got to learn to be comfortable when we're uncomfortable. And I think what's happened is for those guys on that side of the ball, things are uncomfortable. There's been a lot of change. And the entire way of doing things has changed on the offensive side. Change is hard, and I've always encouraged our players to have great dialogue and build relationships with our staff. Since those conversations took place with Eric and the players, I've seen the improvements. And I can honestly say that the last couple of practices probably have been the best in training camp, which I think is great. Yeah, there's a reason why Washington's win total six and a half. Yeah, you know what? I, I felt like they were being disrespected at first. I was like, no, no, great defensive line. Yeah. You got offensive weapons, Eric yeah. Bieniemy there. Nope, this is why you can't have nice things. This team is going to be the odd team out in the NFC East, and it just won't end. Yeah, man. And, I mean, like last year, technically they had their first uh, kind of winning season. I mean, they, they broke their consecutive uh, losing <laughs> seasons streak of five. Right, but it's so pathetic. Ron actually, like that's an accomplishment for Ron this Rivera team. hasn't had a winning season God. since 2017, and that's why, like, if you look at first coach to be fired, you know Mike McCarthy's the favorite. He shouldn't be because the Cowboys have a win total of it's ten ridiculous. and a half, and they're not going to fire him within the season because I think they're going to probably be a 10-11 win team, and I think that's their basement. The Eagles, their win total is eleven and a half. They're favored in fourteen games, unless there's some like devastating injuries. Right. They're probably winning double digit games. I'm not really high on the Giants, but I'm probably higher on the Giants than the Commanders, even though I like the Commanders better defensively. You have guys like Chase Young playing for a contract, really, to stay in the league. But here's the thing about the Commanders, man. I like Sam Howell. He's a fifth-string quarterback. He's the starter. I like the skill position players. Terry McLaurin's never had a solid quarterback that he's well, played with. Let me just with, stop though. you there for one second. You've been very high on Sam Howell. Now he's a fifth-string quarterback? Well, he is a fifth. No, he's a fifth-round quarterback. Okay. Not fifth-string okay, quarterback. Okay, let me just make sure. I was like, damn, you really hate him No, 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 no. no. Okay. He, he was a fifth-round yes, quarterback. That's, not fifth that's fair. Yeah. It's been a long day. Yes. But he, uh, I mean, I just... He, he looked good in his one start. He did beat the Cowboys, I'll say that. But they play the ninth most difficult schedule this season. And I was looking at their home schedule, right? And their home schedule is brutal. So even the games at home, they get Buffalo, they get San Francisco, and they get Miami. They're probably not going to be favored against any of those teams, right? And then the five of their last six games, they're playing teams that are projected to win more than nine games. You have one of the tougher conferences in the entire NFC. And last year... They were actually pretty lucky. 5-3-1 and one in one-score games. What if that goes the other way? Um, I had to go under on the Commanders 6.5. I think they're going to be a disaster this year. I wanted to believe 
I wanted to believe, though. But I just think it's going to be really, really bad. And I think Ron's going to be the first coach fired. And listen, you've got new ownership there. You've got high expectations. And you don't really have a lot of expectations this year. And the game has passed Ron Rivera by. It, yeah. it has. I mean, this is a guy that talked about, just like uh, Mike McCarthy, wanting to run the football more. Yet, you can run the ball to set up the pass. But if you can't throw the football in the NFL, you can't win. There's a reason why you and I are down on the, the Falcons in terms of their ceiling only because of the fact they're not going to be able to bring themselves back in games if Desmond Ritter's their quarterback. Unless he suddenly turned, go from year one to year two, and you're like, oh, this guy's turned into a potential Pro Bowl quarterback. They're going to run the ball a lot. So you need to take leads. You need to eat clock. But that's not how the NFL works today anymore. The commanders are plus 290 to make the playoffs, minus 375 to miss it. Jesus. There's a reason why that market is set the way that it is. Yeah. It's not just because of the fact that it's a competitive division. It's that they've got a major hole at quarterback, and they got a head coach that is clearly, like he said, putting his foot in his mouth and doesn't understand. Just at, at this point, here's what Ron Rivera was. Ron Rivera was great to come in and clean up the culture of this team. That's all fixed now. It's done. We've got a new owner, ownership group. You've got some great young players on this team. Yeah. You've got a head coach that's too old school. And that clearly, like, this isn't the only dopey thing that Ron Rivera said. And I got a ton of respect for him as a person, and he's had a lot of success. He had plenty of success in Carolina, but also a lot of losing seasons. And we're at the point now where there's no real connection to what's going on there anymore. If I'm them, I move him to some front office job. He'd be a great culture person, great somebody that's part of that organization. Yeah. But he's just not a head coach that works anymore in the NFL. And keep in mind, you're looking at the commanders right now, plus 290 to make the playoffs in the NFC. How NFC. many good teams are in the NFC right now? We struggle to find seven playoff teams in the NFC that we're comfortable with. Well, their problem is three of the playoff teams, though, from the NFC are all in their division. And there's also you know what that. I mean? that. That's one issue. Here's what I'm saying. Like, they better hope, R R Riverboat Ron better pray that he wins week one as a six-point favorite at home against uh, the Cardinals mm -hmm. and Colt McCoy. Because after that, they hit the road. They're in Denver <sighs> in the altitude against the Broncos and Sean Payton. My Broncos, by the way. Then they come back home, but they get the Bills. Oh, God. And then they hit the road, and they get the Eagles. Then they come back home, they get the Bears, who I'm high on. That could be a win. It could be a loss. Then it's, dude, they're on the road in Atlanta. Like, you feel better if they're at home against Atlanta. Atlanta has all that speed at home. Then on the road against the Giants. Back at home, but against the Eagles. On the road in New England. On the road in Seattle. At home against New York. On the road in Dallas. At home against, yeah, th like this is a brutal schedule, and that's why I'm saying like Mike McCarthy's not getting fired in season. Maybe Todd Bowles, but why would Todd Bowles get fired in season when if you're Tampa Bay, you want to be bad. There's a reason why you have a quarterback battle right now on your depth chart for the first time in NFL history. I've been watching football for 36 years. I've never seen a depth chart say, Did you or, watch it when you were a year old? Or, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was when the Bears won the Super Bowl, so my parents were going <laughs> Did crazy. Did you give any uh, give any props out when you were one? Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the fridge to score in, in Super Bowl. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's, it's Baker Mayfield or... Kyle Trask. I've never seen that before. Right. So if they start off one and eight, one and nine, that's exactly where they want to be because their goal should be, hey, we want that Caleb Williams kid or that Drake May kid or hell, like Michael Penix or anybody other than Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. So I just don't see like any of those guys getting canned. And then who are the other teams that we think are going to be really bad this year? Arizona is Steichen really getting fired after five weeks, year one? No, unless he does like some Urban Meyer stuff. So I think uh, I hate to say it, Ron Rivera is getting canned. It's seven to one still. If you could find the market, that's a brutal schedule to start the season. You could just go to the enemy, even if 
you know, the players think he's too hard. There's your head coach. He's probably a head coach right now if it isn't for Matt Nagy sucking when he got the opportunity. Now you could use that against the uh, Andy Reid coaching tree. Yeah. I'll be honest. I always thought that Biennemi came here with the expectation that he was going to eventually get the head coaching job. I think that's what happens. I think Ron Rivera gets fired. Sure. Biennemi comes in as the, you know, the, the he's going to fill in as the interim for the rest of the season, interviews, and then they give him the head coaching job. That just feels like the progression here. And unless it, like the new like unless the new group's just like nah we don't want any of these clowns maybe maybe you know? yeah look if the offense looks awful that's the case maybe they're like we want Ben Johnson Jeff Feinberg next I keep talking about Eberflus but I'm actually going to stay away from that I played the Bears to win the division we talked about that enough I just I keep looking at Detroit and it should be their year I just can't do it at plus one thirty at that price because I'm not the biggest Jared Goff fan I do love Ben Johnson the offensive coordinator I know how good Goff looked. The final eight weeks of the season. I know they face, I believe, the 11th easiest schedule. But, like, when you look at the Lions last year and every year, man, like, they beat up on bad teams. Like, even the win against Green Bay, that was a bad Packers team that just was getting hot against, you know, mediocre opponents to close out the season. They were 3-6 and six last year, the Lions were, against teams with winning records. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. – the, the wide receiver room, Jamison Williams – He's going to miss the first six games of the season. I was really excited for him. I love St. Brown, but other than that, like, I don't love the skill position players. Um, I can't I can't make the case for Detroit at plus 130, and I can't make the case for no. Green Bay at 4-1. to one. So I'm looking at those two teams in the middle. The Vikings, I think they're going to be terrible defensively. Not that Zadarius Smith did anything the final four weeks of the season, but you lose him. I love Justin Jefferson. Love the Jordan Addison pick, but this is probably the last year for Kirk Cousins. So that's why I look at the Bears at 4-1. to 